0: Alrighty, it looks like we are live. Oh, there's a horn going off. It's actually a big day here in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. It's the uh, Schuylkill County Brew Fest is happening today. So if you hear a bunch of noise and commotion going on in the background, that is uh, that might be what that is, or maybe something else is going on in town. But uh, that's not the only thing that is being celebrated today. But uh, one year ago, this very day, I released the first episode of the podcast Hyreth uh, and Other Words, which is obviously the podcast that this is kind of based around, and the this is the the bonus episode for that, that podcast. And, I mean, you know that or else you probably wouldn't be here. And, uh, yeah, just right off the bat, I just want to say thank you, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, it's it's so amazing to be able to just know that there's something that I want to do and that I have a drive to do and that there are people who want to support that, however that looks like, you know, listening financially, sharing it, telling their friends about it, whatever it is, I'm incredibly appreciative of of all of those things. Um, and yeah, obviously you guys are the forefront of that. And that's why I wanted to do that. You know, I could have been doing this live on Facebook or, or whatever. And I thought about doing that. and But the reality is, is you know, I, I, I really like the idea of building a community around this thing. Or at least knowing where pe- like-minded spiritual people are. People that are also hungry for spiritual things. Where are they? And... It's nice. <clears throat> it's nice to be somebody who really cultivates that, and to to help people cultivate that. And so, you know, we're doing that here, kind of small and and over the internet and all that stuff. But doesn't mean it doesn't matter, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I as we're kind of just hanging out, waiting for people to show up or or what have you. Uh, I kind of just want to give you a little bit of a backstory, you know i may have told this on the podcast before i may not have but i just want to talk a little bit about how the podcast got started and then we'll kind of swing into what this episode is going to be about pretty much well actually you know what we might as well just just, let's just go right there um I wanted to do some sort of like a Q&A thing and, and get feedback from you guys about what you've been learning and kind of, you know, continue to add to that dialogue by discussing it here and all those things. But to be honest, I, I really didn't get that much feedback. And I know I kind of dropped it last minute on everybody and everyone has a thousand things going on. It's the middle of summer. So, you know, there's, um, what call it? There's Kids are off of school, there's vacations happening, all those sorts of things. So I can understand not being able to get back uh, to, you know, this uh, podcast or whatever it is. But I do want to say, you know, it's not just now or for this episode, but I want to hear how this podcast is affecting you all the time. Not just, again, when it's, you know, I'm doing an episode about it or whatever it is. Um, cause again, it's a communal thing. I want to, I want to hear how this is affecting you. I want to know how I can do better. I want to know what I can be speaking about, especially for you guys. Cause again, this is, you guys are helping to finance this show and, and support it in that way. I want to be giving you guys the things that, that you want. So obviously that being said, continue to let me know, but I, did, I you know, I did have some people reach out to me and tell me, give me some feedback and ask some questions and um, the two major ones were Anthony Blackwell and Karis Howell. Um, and I know you guys are listening, so hi, I love you. And thank you so much for your support and your questions. Um, and really the theme of their question was, is like, why do you do this? Um, why do you podcast? Why do you do this one specifically? Karis asked a lot of questions, um, and she, that was really great, and I really appreciated that. And probably might be bouncing around some of those. But yeah, there was this just this big kind of like, well, what Anthony's question was, what draws you to to podcast? And Karis's questions were very much revolving around you know spirituality and why do I do this, and um, kind of questions involving my time as a missionary and and those things as well. But a lot of it can kind of just be summed up into, why am I doing this podcast? And, you know, it's been a year since we started. And I, I'm sure I have mentioned it, you know, here or there or whatever. But I figured I would just kind of use this bonus episode time to kind of just talk about what, you know, where this podcast came from, why I, I do it. And, um, yeah, and then maybe we'll get into some other things. But we'll we'll see how that goes. So, What is the history of this podcast or wanting to do this podcast? So, and I'm pretty sure, like, okay, so I'm just going to say this right now because I've already just said it, but if I mention, say anything that I've already mentioned before on the podcast, I've done 40 episodes and like 10 or something bonus episodes, so I'm sure I've said a lot of the things before that I've, I want to say, but uh, yeah, I'm just saying I'm here and now, so I hope you enjoy uh, whatever version of the story this is. But um, so I I started a blog, uh, out in okay. So I I was living in Oregon in 2017, and uh, well, I moved there in 2017 and lived there until about mid mid summer uh, 2018. Um, but when I moved there, I moved there and to really go through my deconstruction phase and to take apart my religious experiences, my theology and kind of dissect them and yeah, just explore them and dig into them and, and all that stuff. And one of the ways that I went about doing that was uh, I started this blog that was called Hyreth and Other Words. And I've always loved the word Hyreth because, um, you know, it's a Welsh word to mean uh, to be homesick for a place you've never been before. And I, I use, and it's still up on the internet, I haven't updated it in years, um, but the, all the original blogs and all this stuff, they're all still up there, so if you ever want to check those out, it's, I can't remember the link off the top of my head, but if you google Hirith and other words, and I think probably WordPress, um, you'll be able to find it, maybe I'll just, I'll put that up in, on a post or something like that. Anywho, I really use that to kind of, um, Explore or process, rather, the ways in which I was beginning to understand spirituality. Because I said, like I said, I was trying to dissect these things, and you know, I heard somebody talk about deconstruction in a way of in rearranging your house, meaning that you know, sometimes when you want to do a full makeover of of your house, sometimes you have to just get rid of everything and then just buy all new things, sometimes you can keep some things, and sometimes, you know, you just want to throw some things out, some things are worth repairing and and keeping, and some things, you know, they're just not, Um, and I think that's very true of deconstruction, or any sort of, yeah, you want to be able to look at your worldview as objectively and clearly and, yeah. Oh, with the most, you know, unbiased a, a, attachment to it. Um. Yeah, I, I can't even remember why I brought that up, but that—that's you know, through doing doing all the deconstruction, I ended up at that place of kind of taking things out of my house or putting them back in and just seeing what needed to stay and what needed to go. And yeah, the the Hyrith, and other word blog was really the thing that began to kind of you know, I could use that as a way to express these things that I was learning. But at the same time, I was listening to a lot of podcasts, and I was seeing the conversations that they were having, and also simultaneously I was having a lot of really good conversations with my roommate, um, who was also going through a similar process at the time. Uh, Alan Reiner, I've had an episode with him, and we kind of talk about our season out there together. And we had talked about starting a podcast together, because at the time he wasn't, um, he wouldn't call himself a Christian and wasn't opposed to that but just didn't understand what that meant and we were going to try to do something about that and but it just never ended up coming to any sort of fruition, which is really a shame because I, I feel like we would have had a really good we had really good talks when we were out there and I really wish that we could have uh, utilized those better and it's I don't know, sometimes it's it's better to have just I, I'm a big believer in, in some things just need to remain sacred because um, I think it's it's especially nowadays we kind of want to milk all of everything that we can get out of something whether that's a you know a hobby or somebody's personal life or a um, just you know a movie like how many sequels they they always make sequels until people get sick of it there's never you know just this place of like well some people wanted it and it's it's I don't know. It just we live in a time of overdoing it and, you know, capitalizing off of everything and all that stuff. And I think that sometimes there's just some things that just need to be left sacred and solitary and holy insofar as they're different from everything else. Um, and those conversations I was having with Alan were definitely all of those things. Um, and so maybe it was good that they weren't recorded. But uh, I moved back to Pennsylvania then, and not long after, you know, I was only in Oregon for a year, and when I moved back, my mom and I, not, not long after I moved back, we started a podcast called the Spiritual, my mom, Margaret Kinsey, and I started a podcast called the Spiritually Speaking Podcast, and I that was a lot of fun, um, because it was, it was, it was a it was the first time that my mom and I really were able to have these deep, deep conversations and really understand each other. Um, I feel like for a long time my mom and I were kind of trying to have conversations and just weren't. We weren't using each other's language as well as we could. And after this season, I've we I felt like we really understood each other a lot better. And so that was just great to be able to record that, and have that, you know, I, unfortunately, I've never gone back and listened to any of those old episodes, but I really should, because I feel like that would be fun to just go back and see, you know, what, um, yeah, just go back and see what we were talking about, and what that was like, and, yeah, just, you know, even if things have changed now, and my thinking, or, or whatever that is, but, um, those will definitely be precious things that I keep later on in my life. But I feel like I'm not answering the question of, you know, why specifically podcasting? And like I said, when I was out in Oregon, that's when I really got into listening to podcasts, um, just because I, the job I had the time was both of them that I had out there. I just had a lot of time to listen to podcasts, and I really enjoyed them. I, I just, I've always been one who's been a sucker for deep, meaningful conversations. When I was younger, I always tried to force them onto people. But now I kind of I still do that to some degree, but it's more of I'm not going to engage with people who aren't willing to at at any moment's notice, engage in deep matters, because I don't think there should be this separation between, you know, small talk and deep talk. I think it should just all be you should be able to have a conversation with everyone, regardless of whatever. But with podcasting, I just saw this this weird, you know, podcasting essentially has just gotten rid of blogs. Um, And that's true for me. And I feel like it's just true in general, because why would I spend so much time typing out all my feelings or whatever when I can just speak it into a microphone and, you know, put it up onto the Internet? You know, think about reading and, you know, most most adults don't enjoy reading. They don't do. Most adults don't read for pleasure. Um, you know, so you know a blog is beautiful, and and I'm you know I've I have several books of poetry. I I love the written word, but there's something about the spoken word that is just a lot more easily accessible to people. I think people learn a lot easier when they hear things as opposed to reading things, especially. I mean, I'm just there I'm kind of speaking specifically for myself because I have to read things a lot to really get them Um, but yeah I just think people are are audio learners and you know since the dawn of radio people have been listening to just hear people talk and I think we for whatever reason find comfort in hearing people speak Um, I remember my mom told me when I was a little kid or when I was a baby that I would you know I would hate whenever my mom would have guests over. She, I would always hate being in another room because I could, you know, I, I would like to be with the people, but I would, you know, I would go into another. She would put me in my room, and I would just cry, 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 and then she'd bring me out, and I would just, you know, stay in my baby basket and just be peacefully asleep. And you would think that that would mean that I'm an extrovert, but I, I don't know. I just think that there's something comforting about the the sound of human speaking for whatever reason that is. But let's let's go deeper into why I'm why I do the podcasting that I do because you know I'm not just talking about whatever I am talking about deep things and sometimes very deep things and sometimes too deep of things that even I don't even understand what I'm doing. But um, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't feel like the lack of apparent. Spirituality or religious sense or whatever, if I feel like the lack of that in our society is going to leave a bigger impact, it already has left a bigger impact on us than we realize. Um, Caris Howell said something about you know, I, I asked for feedback on this uh, episode, and I'm sure she doesn't mind me sharing this with everyone because again, it was to be shared with everyone, but, uh, she said, I haven't been in a church in two years. And I think you and what you, and I I think you and what you put into the world has made me veer away from becoming stagnant in my spiritual journey. Um, yeah. And I, I fear that I fear, I feel, I fear people becoming stagnant on their spiritual journey. Um, for myself, and I fear that for our society. And let's kind of unpack that. what that means to me is spiritual journey doesn't necessarily just mean, you know, the theological or the esoteric elements of life. It just means progressing forward as a spirit that dwells in a body. And, you know... Just being—I I, know—I've talked about this on the podcast—is that I hate this separation between this is a spiritual lifestyle and this isn't because we're all spirits and we're all living, and it's—it's it's, one is the more intention that someone is being more intentional about the living or, or whatever. It's about connecting back to life, and it—and I think the importance of connecting back to life is you know, one of the key elements of the spiritual journey, or just even, it, what that means is people want to feel alive, people want to feel like they have meaning and purpose in everything that they do, and that is spiritual, that is, you know, it is deeply rooted into us that we need to kind of feel these things, and I fear that the lack of, you know, a good, coherent, religious narrative that is shared amongst people, or a cosmology that explains our purpose here. I think the fact that those things are missing is incredibly detrimental to our society and to our personal mental health and our spiritual health and and all of those things. Because I think that in the absence of any sort of spiritual or um, religious meaning that people will ultimately fold into finding their purpose within temporary things, whether that be money or pleasure or... You know any sort of escapism. Um, you know I've I won't I know people who are strongly atheistic and coincidentally a lot of them are very engaged in money and things that ga- engage them a lot of money and it's it's there you you'll always find something to try to f- f- give your life some sort of validation and purpose and for me I think you know the atheist can look at that fact and or you know can look at that and say well just fill it with whatever cuz life is meaningless and just you know stumble on forward or what have you but for me i think there's a deep deep reason for us being here and i think that us forgetting that is and again, it doesn't have to be you know right in the sense of like we've nailed it down. This is one hundred percent true, or what have you. It's like no, it's it's about progressing forward as individuals onto the better and best versions of ourselves that we know instinctively, but can't articulate. And you know, unless you've taken a malevolent turn, all intentionality seems to be aiming towards that place. Sometimes it's screwed and mis yeah misinterpreted or. Not executed well, but... I want to be able to show people that the religious truths of the world are not just for fun and for, for for shits and for giggles. I think people have spent thousands of years trying to figure out if reality has any meaning or not. And they've manifested themselves in these archetypes and these myths and these stories and these narratives and these books and I think to be, to just forget them, or to just, to, to, you know, brush them off with a sway of the hand, and just be like, nah, I think, I, I don't understand how all of that time, and all that effort, it, you know, it just wasn't for nothing, and we're treating it like it was for nothing, and I think it's, personally, I think it's one of the, one of the, you know greatest things that you can do as an individual is to engage with what is the meaning of life and what is the purpose of being here and do i have value inherently or whatever that is you know i think these ideas of of depth are meant to be engaged and i want to like i said earlier i want to be able to provide a place where people can come together and and find like minded people you know not necessarily st- start some sort of echo chamber, but finding people that are hungry for the the you know the pulse of life or really just the vein running through all of existence that's just pulsing with with isness and life and and vitality and all of these things you know um yeah, I don't know I hope i and I hope I've been able to do that over the past year is just be able to make a place where people can see that spirituality is not some bygone thing that we haven't moved into a time of total science and logic and enlightened you know postmodernism and and all of this shit but that we can see that you know nature is still calling us on to itself that god is still making all things good and and continuing to hold the whole world in his hands you know it's cliche as it sounds i i want people to know that Yeah, I've just seen far too much damage done in my personal life and the lives of the people around me from the lack of inherent, apparent Mm -hmm. meaning. Um, And I'd I'd like to be able to form a place where people can see that they do have meaning, they do have purpose, and that they're not just here as a cosmic mistake or whatever silly things can be said. And I'm not against those things, and I understand the logic, but... I also understand that these people who've struggled for these things for a long time just didn't do them in vain, but that they believed that there was and is a great, great purpose for whatever it is that we're doing here. But all right, friends, I think I'm going to uh, I'm going to start wrapping this up. But man, what a year! I it, when I was. You know, recording the last podcast, I mentioned on the podcast about how the one year was approaching, and when I was recording it, I was thinking, of "My, I don't think I might have even said at the time, but it's like it feels like so much longer, just because of everything that happened in the world." But it's it's just been. I love that I do this, and I love that I get to be able to have these conversations and do stuff like this for people who want to support this. It's it's just phenomenal. So I don't know. Um I just hope that in the next year, as I do another year of this thing, that it just gets better, that I have more fun conversations, better, deeper conversations. I hope I get, I hope I become a better communicator. I hope, because I know I'm always, I'm scattershot, and I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I would just, I'd like to get better at communicating my thoughts and and all these things for you guys, because I want you to know, you know, you're the reason I do this, so I want you to be able to understand it. All right, friends. Uh, thank you so much. I, I can't thank you enough for, yeah, for, for being a part of all this. But, uh, yeah, I hope that you love yourself and that you love your neighbor and that you love God. <laughs> Have a good one, friends. See you next time around.